Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,672. Today I'm back across the pond in the UK and I'm in the hothouse. Hold on. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today, I'm back across the pond in North Hampshire, just about 20 miles from Silverstone, that little cool racetrack, talking to a very special guest by the name of Jeff Love. Hey, Jeff, welcome to Cars Yeah, my friend. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I certainly am, Mark. Yeah, really looking forward to this this afternoon. Uh, we'll have some fun, yeah. And I think you're a guy who's always buckled up because you've been in this automotive world forever. And before I give you a proper introduction, would you tell me one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you? Yeah, I I think the one thing which uh, very few people would know about me is that I play tenor saxophone in a 20-piece jazz big band. Oh my gosh, this is very interesting because I've had a string of people on the show who are involved in music and do different musical things. How long have you been doing that? Well, I, I've, I've been... Uh, in music all, all my life and uh, actually when I was much younger I, I used to play in a brass band oh, and nice. uh, I played in a, a, a band who were at one point uh, world champions not when I was with them but uh, they, they still played at a very high level Wow! and then children came along <laughs> uh, the, the commitment to, to, to music was, was too much so, so I, I left that but my wife on my 40th birthday bought me a, a tenor saxophone oh, so nice. which was a brilliant present and I thought well what do I do with this so <laughs> so I, I went back to school I got myself a teacher I'd started with grade one went through all the grades uh-huh. and then joined a, a big band and we have a lot of fun there's 20 of us we do a little bit of touring we we do concerts um, they're called jazz colossus uh, it's great fun anything which kind of takes you completely away from whatever you're doing in your in your day job, in your in your daily life, that you can switch off and do something completely different is, is is fantastic, and that's what I do. Yeah, that was a brilliant gift your wife gave you. You know, I grew up playing the guitar, and I learned from a classical teacher. So you went through all the grades, as you say, and yeah. you know the scales and everything. I learned how to read music, and actually ended up during high school. I taught music in a music store to kids, learned how to play the guitar. And then you kind of get out of it. You're right. Life gets in the way and so forth. And my mm. wife, I think it was our fifth wedding anniversary, been married 36 years now. She bought me a guitar. And my old guitar had kind of been up in the closet and hadn't gotten it out. And it sits right here in front of me. It reminds me to pick it up and pluck it and enjoy it. It's a beautiful acoustic washburn. And then my son yeah. got into guitars. And so I bought myself a Fender Stratocaster, the hot rod model, which is a limited yeah, edition. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I've got the guitars back and I try to pick them up and play them as much as I can. You're right. It's good to get away from something you traditionally do. I think it's brilliant. So kudos to your wife for that very loving and wonderful gift to bring music (laughs) back into your life. I think that's great. Well, if I'd known that, I'd have had you play us something here today. Well, let me give you a proper introduction and we're going to dive into what you're up to these days because you're doing something new and cool. 
I uh, had your cohort in crime, David Lillywhite, on the show not too long ago. So yes. here we go. Jeff Love is the co-founder of Hot House Media and the new publication, Magneto. He and David, as I mentioned, a, p- a previous guest here on Cars, yeah, David Lillywhite, teamed up and again, teamed up again, I'm going to say, because they did some things before in 2018 to launch the quarterly publication. And in this unique year, they also did the Concours Virtual. So if you're online and you're a car guy and you follow me, you know what I'm talking about. It was their way of keeping all of our spirits up through this very difficult summer that we just lived through. He was publishing director of Thoroughbred and Classic Cars and left there to set up that other awesome publication called Octane. as a many years subscriber to that. He ran Evo, another great one, and launched the International Historic Motoring Awards. And in 2016, Jeff was lured into that mad, mad, mad world of the Motorsport Network and became their European president at Motor One before running their UK autosport operation, including autosport.com, Autosport International and F1 Racing Magazines. I've sent you a lot of money over my life because I subscribed to all this. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You're <laughs> welcome. He's an entrepreneur with a track record of launching mostly, he put those words in there, successful <laughs> initiatives into the classic car and media world. I say you're a great success, Jeff. Uh, we're going to come back and talk about his life, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. Give him a little listen, give him a little love, and we'll be right back. Keep your seatbelt on. This is going to be fun. Did you know the most damaging thing to your vehicle's interior is the sun? Those harsh UV rays damage your interior over time. They crack your dash, they fade the colors, and the heat makes getting into your favorite ride downright unbearable. My friends at Covercraft have the perfect solution for you. Their sunscreens are easy to use. They take seconds to install and remove and protect your vehicle while parked in the sun. They fold up easily and store away for those times you don't want to use your car cover. I have one for every one of my vehicles, and you should too. They come in a variety of colors and options, featuring an accordion design that makes unfolding and folding them a breeze. Want to give a gift that keeps on giving? Buy a Covercraft sunscreen for your family members and friends. They'll thank you for it every time they park their vehicle. They're custom made to fit almost any vehicle. Check out Covercraft.com for a huge number of styles, colors, and options. And here's something special from me here at Cars yeah, just for you. Use the code yeah 120 at checkout at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. Go to Covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 at checkout, and you get 10% off. You can thank me later. Covercraft, they've got you covered. I found a new way to protect my vehicle. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collectibles of automobilia and automotive collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool automotive collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting us automotive enthusiasts since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car and collectible insurance designed by collectors for collectors, just like you and me. 
All right, Jeff, we are back. And as we continue on this journey that I will call your life, I'd love for you to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that's been instrumental, like the way I put that in there, since you're a musician, (laughs) informing your life and your success. It's a great way to get those inspirational tires smoking a little bit here on Cars, yeah. So Jeff, grab the wheel. Yeah, great. Thanks for that, Mark. And I suppose I've got um, two. Uh, Am I allowed two? You are allowed as many as you like. (laughs) You know what? This is your show, so you do whatever you want. Well, thank you. Yes, I'd say that one which really I take on board more from from a personal perspective, and the other one is something I focus on in my career and work life. And I think both of them are, are very applicable to the, you know, the the difficult times that we that yeah. we live in. So the first one is attributed to Buddha, but actually it was from Jack Cornfield's compilation of Buddha's little um, instruction book. And it is, the trouble is, you think you have time. Yes. Boy, does that hit home for an old guy like me. <laughs> it's a reminder. It's not to say that you need to get out and party all the time, but it just reminds people that as you do get older time goes quicker. Time is, is, is precious and you, you need to look after it and you need to do the best with what time you have available. And I think certainly at this moment in time, you know, when a lot of people, we've lost a year, yeah. it does remind us that it's a precious mm-hmm. commodity time and we, and we really need to look yeah, after it. Well. You know, it's so important. And as we age, I had one guy tell me one time, he said, you know, aging and time are like a toilet paper roll. As it gets towards the end, it speeds up and you get more and more nervous. I I thought that was kind of a funny one, but you're right. Time is our most precious commodity. And I'm always so grateful that people like you, Jeff, and my past 1,671 guests have given me their time to share. We don't realize it. And being on social media as I am with so many followers, I really don't think a week goes by. And I just had one this morning where one of my friends, my Facebook friends or whatever, past guests loses somebody in their life unexpectedly, Mm -hmm. even at a young age. And you just kind of stop and go, I better make sure I'm doing what I like. And not to be morose and think that this could be your last day, but it could be, or it could be coming sooner than you think. So yes, use that time wisely. And of course, all those things by Buddhas are just wonderful. You said you had a second one. I do. And it's one from Albert Einstein. And it's really applicable much more to kind of Mm-hmm. work life, um, but also to uh, personal life as well. And that's in the middle of every difficulty lies mm. opportunity. And I think for everyone who's certainly had a very difficult year this year, you've got to learn to pivot. You've got to be really agile. You need to look at what's coming at you and see, see where the opportunities lie in those difficulties. Yeah. And that's something that I've, I've, I've learned in my career that we all get challenges, and it's often how you respond to those challenges right. that uh, if you're going in a, in a forward or backwards direction. So in the middle of every difficulty lies you know, opportunity. Another great one and very positive. And you made a great segue here into my next question, and that's talking about this new publication. And there's a couple of things here I wanted to touch on. Number one, you know, you and David being in the publication industry for so long, knowing what you're doing, and this new publication, I'm a subscriber, by the way, and I want to make sure all my listeners, if you want to select just a few publications to get, because so many of them are non-existent and a lot 
lot of them I've just stopped subscribing because they're not relevant anymore to me. I used to get 40 magazine subscriptions a month. And 40, 40. yeah. <laughs> I mean, my wife would just laugh, go, how are you going to read all that? But it was my evening reading. You know, I'd crawl into bed and read magazines front to back. But I want to talk about a couple things. One is you guys have pivoted very nicely in this first year of life with Magneto. And as I said, I'm sitting here looking at issue seven, waiting anxiously. You're going to press tomorrow for uh, issue eight. I cannot wait to see it. It's really, really brilliant the way you've tackled this. And before I ask you the obvious question, and that is, why are you starting a magazine? <laughs> is I want to talk a little bit about the 800-pound gorilla I keep referring to here on Karja, and that's COVID. And the fact that you guys did a pivot this year, which was really marvelous. I saw so many of my past guests do this. Virtual Concord. Talk a little bit about where the concept came from, how it went. I know it was a success. I did a virtual wine tasting with you and Kevin Buckler and a bunch of our, our mutual car friends uh, for Adobe Road, Road Winery and the Racers Group Wines. Virtual Concord. Talk a little bit about that. It was really a brilliant idea. Well, it started out, we were looking to launch a, a Concord, a physical Concord this year. And uh, it was to be at um, a, a very boutique event. It was going to be on Savile Row in central London. So, and we were looking to marry manufacturers and great cars with, with the tailors. For those that don't know, Savile Row is, is seen as one of the world's centers for bespoke tailoring. Very famous. So we'd built the core of a website and then we obviously had to postpone the event and we thought okay well what are we going to do what are we going to do over the summer we've got an opportunity here we knew that a lot of the concours were going to be cancelled postponed and we felt there was a there's an opportunity to bring something together online so it was a very small idea as it as it started we thought well if we can get a, about 40 cars together we'll have a couple of classes we can have a little bit of fun put it online but it grew. I started by asking about 45 friends, colleagues in the classic car world from Wayne Carini, Bill Warner, uh, Jay Ward. I'm sure many of these have, have been on your show. Sandra Button to be judges thinking, well, maybe get a few of these. But what I didn't realize that actually all of these people were looking for something to do because we were in lockdown. And so they all came back and they all said yes. So suddenly I had 45 I know, it's incredible judges. the lineup that you got. It's just amazing. <laughs> we had amazing support from collectors, from personalities within the marketplace, from judges. So we, we started to build some classes and then a lot of people said, well, we'll provide you with our cars, these cars. And we ended up with I think the numbers are something like we had 100, 160 cars yeah. in total. We produced 200 videos Incredible. over the over the six Incredible. weeks of the show. We had 1.2 million interaction on Facebook and wow. on the website. We had some amazing sponsors. The the presenting sponsor was was Haggerty. Adobe Road Winery came on board. We had Langer and Son, German watchmaker, and eventually we managed to raise about sixty five thousand dollars for yeah, UNICEF. And we had a lot of fun. And I think in in a very difficult time, it was an opportunity for everybody within the collector car market, the Concord world, just to do something, get their cars out, even if it was only virtual, to vote and enjoy interaction in a way which wasn't possible in the yeah, physical it world. It was brilliant. And I was very proud because I was a um, the host of one of those uh, virtual wine tastings with Adobe Road. And I think at the time we put you just over the top of 50,000. I think we raised about 50,000 yes. that night with a bunch of my friends uh, that we were all in Zoom meetings and enjoying wine and talking and had you there. David was off working. I think you were slave driving him. He couldn't even join us. Uh, but of course, it was the middle of the night for you. I was uh, uh, really looking... Uh, 
looking at you with a, a fondness going, man, this guy's like three in the morning and he's hanging out with us, <laughs> you know, just. Yeah, yes. And I do remember I was, I was left right to the you very know, last. You know, that was not uh, my deal. I did not do that. I, you know, I'm going to throw some other people under the bus, but I thought, you know, we should have had him on first, <laughs> the poor guy. He's calling in from overseas. But of course, that was great. And of course, a shout out to our mutual friend, Cindy Sisson and Teresa Gopatrick from GS Events. They were yeah. great to help us do that. And, and Cindy was just driving and driving and pushing that, that extra money over the top. Well, it's really a cool thing that you did. I think it's fantastic. We had a lot of different people doing things this summer to kind of help us all get through this. And as I sit here right now thinking, I would be packing my bags for, bags for SEMA right now. That's not going to yeah. happen either. So yeah, it's been a challenging year. Well, let's talk about other challenges, and that is launching a magazine. So I guess the first question is, okay, what on earth are you and David thinking? Because as we know, you know, magazines are struggling. It's been a tough time for them, but we've seen mm-hmm. some great new publications come out of this. Or my good friend Pete Stout with Triple Zero, you know, he launched that publication this year, which I'll tell you what I abruptly did was I canceled about 15 of my subscriptions and used that money to subscribe to his. And then you guys <laughs> come out with Magneto and I go, oh, another cool one. And I, I got my first issue and I'm like, okay. This is cool. So I guess, and I won't say it in a negative way, but what were you guys thinking? I I know, print is dead. (laughs) We've heard that so many times. I I think where print had got to is there was so much print and not great quality and publishers, the the big mainstream publishers having to cut costs, which impacted on paper quality a a lot of people were finding a lot of their their news online as well and time is short so david and i got together and said okay well if we were going to look at trying to reinvent print in some way or move it on a little bit what would it be and and we came to the conclusion that quarterly because people can have the time then they can settle down i mean i i'm not sure about you but I get an awful lot of magazines as well. The number of them that stay in their cellophane wrapper and the next one comes through the letterbox because I haven't had time to read it. So we thought, well, if we could produce a a really high quality quarterly publication, which people can sit down, they settle down to and read, we can curate the content. The one thing that uh, the websites are very difficult, there's so much Mm -hmm. coming at you. Um, This is almost an antidote to the download of information. So we, we curate content which we think people will enjoy we get have some great writers in the magazine in, in the issue which is going to press tomorrow yeah. we've got a story of bonneville and that's and that's um ken gross is oh, writing yeah. that where we have winston goodfellow we have carl ludvigson obviously dave as well who's a fantastic writer so we've put together a, a great collection of of writers the art editor we use he's he's won numerous awards is that peter allen peter allen yeah so Pete, peter's won he's amazing He's doing a great job, by the way. I, I, I come from a design background. I've been a designer and, and a car uh, art guy, I guess I should say. And that's the other part of it is a lot of these magazines have just gotten terrible. Uh, I don't know who's designing them. They're hard to read. They're yeah. just everything's clumped together uh, in your publication from my eyes being a, a critiquer of creative, <laughs> I guess, is just a delight. And even the tactile feel of the paper, the size, the weight, you feel like when it arrives, you're right. It's like getting a book. You've got something and you want to take the time to get away from your device, sit in your chair, turn on a light, pour yourself a drink or a cup of tea, whatever you enjoy, and just sit back and yeah. enjoy it. And uh, I think you've You've done that exactly with what you guys have created, Jeff. It's delightful. 
Well, thank you. And the other side to it is we work closely with the advertisers. Uh, advertisers are moving away from print. We're aware of that. But we only have we have it's a hundred page, a hundred and eighty page magazine, and we have no more than fifty pages of advertising in there. And so we're able to work closely with the advertisers and and, and give them something more than just a page um, or half a page in in a magazine full of other advertisers. So we try and look after the advertisers. We know we've got a, a very good audience, uh, a great audience. We've built. A lot of it is controlled circulation, so we do go to some of the, the biggest collectors in the world, and that's created a, a kind of a waterfall effect. So we're picking up a lot of really good subscribers um, who the advertisers want to talk to. And I've been in publishing a long time, and it, it's quite simple. What you need to do is, is build a, a great product that people right. want to read and that advertisers are willing to pay to reach. And, and, that, and that's all we do. Well, you've done it. And the, the current issue I have now, uh, eagerly waiting number eight, I have issue number seven, and I really enjoyed it because it's got a story about uh, Colin Chapman, how Lotus innovated its way to the top. I raced a Lotus 18 when I was vintage racing for yeah. years with the wobbly wheels, and right on the cover is a wobbly. So it attracted yeah. my attention, that beautiful Lotus yellow cover. Yeah, everything you're doing is great. I really encourage my listeners, if you've kind of steered away from print because of all the reasons we've discussed. I'll put a link to their website. I encourage you to give it a shot. You know, take some of those magazines you don't read anymore, uh, unsubscribe, take that money and put it towards Magneto. I think you'll find this will be a keeper. It's one of those magazines like Triple Zero. You don't throw them away. You create an archive because it's got all this great information inside. Uh, you've really done a nice job. Now, I was asked my guests about challenges. And of course, we talked about the challenge of COVID this year and what it's done to everybody mm. has been just horrible. I want you to share maybe a huge challenge that you've faced in your past. And this is more about the life lesson it gave you. And more importantly, how did you pivot or move that into a positive way so that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your life? Okay. Well, I think yeah, you don't you, you don't get to uh, uh, being fifty without <laughs> facing a, fa a fair number of challenges. I hope not. That means you tried some cool things. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, I, I think if you haven't faced any challenges, then you're probably not working right. hard enough or having or having enough fun. So yeah, there's been a few. I, I think one of them, which actually led on to the road, which became Octane, which was the first project I, I launched with, with a group. I was a uh, Thoroughbred and, and classic cars. I was publishing director at uh, what was EMAP in the UK, a FTSE 100 company. And I hadn't been there long. I was just still getting used to it. And they brought in a new managing director into the, into the business. And sometimes you just find it very difficult to get on with people. And uh, there was a personality clash, which ended up within a year of me being a, a fairly new publishing director. I left the business. And that is a start point of, uh, okay, well, when you're pushed out of a, a business or, with it, well, or when you decide to leave, it, you've got to think, what am I doing? Because it's so easy just to stay on the same treadmill. Things are going okay. It's often something which pushes you out or makes you want to leave that questions, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to turn this into, into something? And I think from there stemmed the thinking, which is, okay, well, I don't want to really rely on other people. I don't want to be beholden to managers or things which I don't have any right. control of. If you own your own business, there's lots of challenges. And, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're in more control. And so the, that, that's what led to my thinking of, okay, well, I want to run my own business. I want to build a business. And that led to the launch of Octane Media in 2003. Mm -hmm. And that in itself 
was a big challenge. You know, we were launching into what were you know, classic cars, thoroughbred and classic cars, classic and sports car, two big heavyweights in the in the classic oh, yeah. car market. And you know, we needed to raise finance. We, I needed to put a team together. So we put the team together. We raised the finance, and you know, we raised actually we raised the finance from a, uh, the chairman of a, a Premiership football. Oh, football wow. club Simon oh, Jordan yeah. that guy. He, <laughs> yes uh, he was he was chairman of Crystal Palace football yeah. club at the time and he was looking for investment and, and so we went to him all fairly naive and young and uh, said this is what we want to do and uh, he gave us a grilling for an hour and uh, then turned to his finance director and said give them the money that was a nice grilling you were cooked to a completion there with a nice <laughs> crust on the top <laughs> yeah it was but I suppose those it's those challenges. It's when you're pushed out or you're you leave somewhere that really forces you to think. Okay, what what do I what do I want? Where, where yeah. am I going? Uh, and it, it gets you off the the treadmill and and forces you to make decisions. And that was the one I made then. Well, you know, this is a great story and it's a great lesson for anybody out there. If you're in a situation and you're not happy, you really need to start asking yourself some better questions. And if you just stay there and think or hope. I always say there's no hope in business. <laughs> if you hope things are going to improve, they probably will not unless you make some actions to help them improve. Yeah. But even more so, these kind of situations allow us to sit back and go, what do I really want to do with my life? If I could do anything and figure out a way to do it, what would it be? And would it be this? And most people never really ask themselves that question. Mm, that's very true. I always say there's one thing to realize that you are in a situation where there's a problem, but it's quite different to actually do something about it. And my hat's off to you, Jeff, for doing something about it and going out there and doing the difficult legwork of getting grilled and finding financing and putting a team together and putting a magazine together, a, a brilliant magazine. Octane loved it. And now you've done it again with Magneto. So a uh, great left lesson for anybody out there who's in a position. I always tell people, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't smell right, and if every day you get up and you go, ugh, you had better find a way to change your life. Because as we said earlier, yeah. Life can be very short and much shorter than you think it is. Nice story. Thanks for sharing that. Let's take a short break thank and thank our sponsors. We get back, though. I want to talk a little bit more about you and this passion that you obviously have for motor cars. So sit tight. Keep your seatbelts <laughs> on. We'll be right back. Let's step away from the conversation to talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through automotive-related events, car shows, and drives. Among those nonprofits is RPM Foundation, a terrific organization working to keep our favorite collector cars on the road. RPM was created to ensure that the specialized skills needed to care for classic automobiles, boats, and motorcycles continue to be passed down from generation to generation. They do this by supporting training for young people with a passion for restoration and setting them up with mentors who can share their valuable knowledge. So far, they've awarded more than $3.5 million to restoration education projects across 35 states. Incredible. To learn more about RPM or to donate to their mission, visit www.rpm.foundation. You'll be glad you did. 
Kevin Buckler is a winning racer and team owner of the Racers Group. He has over 100 professional wins, multiple wins at the 24-hour of Daytona, and a win at Le Mans. Kevin realized the racing world is about the people and founded Adobe Road Winery. He and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own with a racing twist. Just like in racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, superb taste, all blended together with a whole lot of fun. There are four carefully crafted blends with race-inspired names, Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. When you purchase all four, you get the entire lineup in a beautifully designed gift box. There's a printed description of the blends inside the box lid, and every bottle is parked in a protective die-cut placeholder. The bottles feature three-dimensional labels, and I promise you'll want to keep them after enjoying these delicious wines. The box is so cool, you'll want to keep it too. The Racing Series is a killer gift for the automotive enthusiasts in your life, and I have a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word, all caps, at checkout, you'll get $10 off any purchase of wine from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off on your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence, with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYAT today to get your deal. Cheers. All right, Jeff, we're back. Would you tell me a story about that pivotal moment in your life and you knew that you were going to be a car guy? Now, this is probably where I'm going to upset some That's of your good. listeners. You know, I like to upset <laughs> listeners because, you know, it makes them stop and think a little bit. Now, I may get some funny emails, but I'm always good at answering those, so. Because whilst I've been in the car world a long time, very few people would probably call me a mm-hmm. car guy from that perspective. Cars have been omnipresent throughout my life. I mean, my father was a car salesman. In fact, he's just turned 75 and he's only just stopped working and, and selling wow, cars. good he's, for him. He's sold cars all of his life. And then when I was at university, I was sponsored by the Rover Group. So I worked with them for four years. They've always been on the periphery. They've not been... Uh, you know, a core to, to who I am. I took business as a degree and I always wanted to move into business and never entirely sure what that would be. But magazines started very early on in my life. And it was only when I became decided I wanted to become a publisher that I actually moved into publishing cars and classic cars yeah. in particular. It could have been gardening. It could have been walking. It could have been a host of any magazines. It just happened to be at the time there was a vacancy in yeah. the classic car arena. So from a business perspective and a career perspective, I said, well, I want to be a publisher. I've got a little bit of history with cars. That seems to be a good fit. So it really wasn't until I became a publisher of Thoroughbred and Classic Cars and then, and then with Octane that I started to really enjoy cars more than I, th- I probably thought I would do. I've been, yeah, David and others along the way have drawn me in <laughs> to the car world. And for me, again, probably to the disappointment of some of your readers, it, often it's less about the cars and it's about the people. There are some amazing people in the car world. It offers you the opportunity to travel, to meet some amazing 
guys with with a real passion. And that's what attracts me very much. Well, you know, you've actually, in a roundabout way, discovered the reality of the car world. And that really is the people. And I've said this over and over. When we missed all these great events this year, it was more about our friends that we would run into. People we only see maybe once or twice a year, but they become cohorts and, and buds and chums. And it's because of the cars. The cars are just the catalyst that bring us together. So in a way, you kind of figured that out before maybe some of us car people figure yeah. it out. Yeah, we like the cars, but it's real. That's why these cars and coffees are so popular. It's a chance to go be with your yeah. buds and hang out and drink a coffee and eat a donut or whatever you like to do and, and talk cars. But you eventually say, how's the family? How you doing? What are you up to? And the cars are just the way that we come together. So, but I was, you know, you had said in an email you sent me early on, you're the paper pusher. David's the guy that drives the cars. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I drive spreadsheets uh, and Dave drives Well, somebody's got to run the business, that's for sure, because those car guys <laughs> sometimes aren't so good at that. Now, when it comes to cars, though, is there one special car in your life, a car that stands out that you've owned? Maybe it's a car you have today or a car you used to have or maybe a car you aspire to have. Well, I, I have had a couple of cars in my past. I'm I'm a big um, Alpha fan. Not necessarily old old Alphas. I, I I would like to. I'd like some old Alphas. And uh, one day when the when the school fees have gone, <laughs> then maybe I'll be able to afford uh, some of the cars I'd like. But I've had some. I've had some modern modern Alphas. I've trashed a Uh-oh. few Alphas in my Uh-oh. time as well. I've also owned a, a, a Maserati Ooh. by Turbo, which like many cars got sold for the renovation of a house unfortunately (laughs) but if you know maserati by turbos it probably didn't buy more than a few door handles either well i almost said maserati by turbo i'm sorry to hear that but i probably (laughs) get yelled at by some listeners but yeah they they weren't the most reliable maybe like having a jensen interceptor you know well it it was it was a late model it was a 1989 so they're just about sorted it by then and we, we still own a well, I say we still own. My wife owns a uh, Morris Minor convertible. Oh, cool. Which I bought for her 30th birthday and not giving anything away. We're trying to renovate it for her 50th, ah. which will be which will be next year. Okay, well everybody keep your keep quiet, okay? Don't give <laughs> up the secret here. So, uh, we won't let anybody know. Now, I'm going to get in your head here a little bit, Jeff. If you woke up tomorrow and you are manifest as a car, not what you want to be, but how you perceive your attributes as a human being in some kind of an automobile, what would Jeff Love be? And more importantly, why? This is a hard question. I, I know. That's why I ask it. <laughs> that's why you ask it. I know. <laughs> and, and, and I went through what I like other people to think that I am or what do people probably think I am. And I thought, no, well, yes. what do I think I am? And it came down to uh, British. Okay, makes sense. Understated. Okay. So I'm not a person who likes the limelight or revels in the limelight. The fact that it's taken you a couple of months to get me on the show. Is I've worked at you a little bit, that. haven't I? But I'm really appreciative. You're spending some time with me today. It's been worth the effort. So slightly unusual. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go for an, an obvious choice. So I've gone with an AC Ace oh, Bristol. I like it. Okay. Yeah. It kind of fits the bill with all those British, understated, unusual. Yes. Very nice. The Cobra is the, the flashy side, which is uh-huh. not me. But this is yeah, a, a very, very simple chassis. The Bristol engine is obviously the, the more powerful engine. So it's had a little bit of work yeah. on it. Uh, so that's what I would say. Nicely thought through. I appreciate you putting some effort to that. 
Very cool. All right, Jeff, we're up to the last lap. You've been involved in racing. You know what that means. The white flag's out. The checkered is in the distance. I'm going to rattle off some very quick questions, uh, get some very quick answers from you, kind of a lightning round. So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes in life? I would say a belief in myself and a refusal to give up. Yes. Tenacity, grit, persistence. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Now, if you could have a drink or if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, this could be somebody living or deceased. Who would it be? Interesting. And actually, I would say I have been lucky enough to have had a drink and actually, in fact, dinner with three of my kind of car heroes at the same time. When I was uh, at Octane, we had a dinner for our columnists and it was just myself and my editor. And we had Jay Leno, Sterling Moss and Rowan Atkinson. Wow. And I, I just sat open mouthed as as, the, as as these guys <laughs> yeah and listen <laughs> talked amazing stories uh, you had rowan who's such a, a clown, such a, yeah. uh, <laughs> a, a funny clown you got Sir sterling moss and, and jay leno all, all feeding off each other it was it was fantastic oh my gosh yeah what a meal so i think i i've probably i don't know whether i could um i, I could top that from a living or dead perspective and obviously with Sir sterling moss uh, leaving yeah. us this year that was an, a, an amazing memory for me What an interesting trio of people, too. You know, two comedians, in essence, but one more of an actor than Jay, but Jay being the the consummate car collector and, of course, Sterling for all his attributes. Wow, nice, nice group of people. Now, how about when it comes to automotive advice? Is there something somebody once gave you, uh, your father selling cars, perhaps, that you found very useful over your years? What a lot of people say, which is buy for passion and not for investment. I just had somebody the other day send me an email about, hey, I want to buy an 80s Porsche. I have about fifty to $70,000 to spend. And what should I buy that will go up in value? And my first words were, wrong approach. Yeah. Don't buy any car because you think it will go up in value unless you're a professional car dealer. <laughs> yeah. And especially <laughs> this year, because you might get stuck with it and then you'll hate it when you realize all the money you put into it. So yes, buy for passion. That's the best words of advice when it comes to old cars. Now, of course, there are plenty of resources for us these days. I'm going to, of course, start by saying Magneto Magazine is a great resource. So let's <laughs> add that one to the mix. But is there another go-to for you that you'd like to share? A good source for me, uh, partly as a, as, as a journalist, although I wouldn't describe myself as a journalist, is News Press. Yeah. News Press is a PR resource and news site. It's a great place to, which collates all of the news releases from the manufacturers, from anyone in the industry. And it, it's a great way of keeping up to date. They, they send out a, a release twice a day of um, what's going on in the world. So I would say that for me allows me to keep up with both the new car world and the old car world too. I know. They almost send me too much stuff because I sit and read them and then I go, oh my gosh, another hour's gone by. I've got yeah. it off of this thing and move on with my <laughs> life. But I was just looking at it this morning, actually, some of the new announcements of different things with cars and so forth. So yeah, news press. You've got to sign up and, and join them. But uh, definitely if you're in the car world, uh, worth doing. And I, I think, do they only accept people in the PR or automotive industry? I'm trying to remember if anyone can sign up with them. You do have to be qualified by being in the media, but they're fairly generous with what uh, they consider that to be. Now, Jeff, when it comes to books, is there one in particular maybe you've read this year with a little extra time? Well, you haven't had any extra time in your hands. You're trying to launch a magazine, but <laughs> a great book you might recommend to the listeners? I'm going to recommend a book which was written by Edward de Bono, who's a, an amazing management consultant called Six Thinking Hats. 
and it's a great approach to business management. What it really distills down to is that you need to look at a, a problem, a challenge in many more ways than just one. And it helps you by giving you these different hats. You wear a particular hat theoretically and look at a problem maybe by an emotional view or from a very positive view. And it allows you to break down problems by looking at them from very different viewpoints. It, it's a really good book. Yeah, most definitely. When I was working in a previous company, I bought copies for all the management team and basically made them read it. We had a test is <laughs> yeah. what I did because sometimes you give people books and they never read them. Have you read that book? And, oh, I don't have time. Uh, I think it was great, especially when you're dealing with, uh, it's more about different, thinking of the different aspects of the different pieces of the business and how everybody's going to work together and so forth. So I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that book. I think it maybe has been mentioned, but maybe not. I'm not so it's getting hard for me to remember. And that's because uh, you listeners will know if you go to the Cars yeah website and click on the resources tab, you'll see a place called Guest Recommended Books, where there's close to 1,700 books, including this one listed there. And I made it really easy for you to click and buy, of course. That's amazing. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, Jeff. This last question can be a bit of a doozy, but it's kind of a fun thought. I'm going to buy you a collector card today. Anything in the world? Thanks very much. You're welcome. But there are some rules to this game since I'm the uh, check writer. You can't sell it to uh, fund another project or fund the rest of your business with. You've got to keep it. It needs to tick all the boxes, meaning I want it to be something you would drive and enjoy. No dust collectors. But here's the hard part. It's the only one collector car in the garage. So it needs to really kind of do everything for you. So what can I buy Jeff Love today? Well, I've mentioned alphas in the past uh, or t today, and it's going to have to be a an alpha. Uh, it has to be a car which has that will be invited yep. places and is an all-round and therefore can do a lot of things. So I would go for an Alfa Romeo 8C2900. You just went right to the top, didn't you? Well, I, you, you're, you're buying it, so... Uh, I know. Yeah, it's easy to spend other people's money. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's why the government is so uh, inept. Well, But it, does, it allows you into, it, it, into the yes. Amelia. It, you, you will be invited into any, any Concours. Uh, amazing engine. It's rare. It's elegant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a stunning car. You know, it really is. And I've had several guests in the show here who own those vehicles. John Shirley has been a guest who had an award-winning Alpha on the lawn at Pebble. Not too long ago. Actually, it was a while ago, I think. Miles, I think, uh, not Miles Collier, but uh, Chip Connor, I believe, uh, might have one of those. Those cars, to me, are very interesting because as I learned about them way back, and that was when I was in John Shirley's garage and he first bought his. And it was basically bought by a guy who lived in Canada who used to take it to the grocery store to buy groceries in it. It's amazing. And yes. he, you know, <laughs> John is a, a user of his vehicles and decided, you know what, I'm going to do a, a full restoration. They did it at uh, Butch Dennison's shop, Dennison International. Did an amazing job. I think he won Best of Show in... Uh, 2008 something or it, yeah 2008 the, the yes, SK, yeah. that car won there i mean it just won so many things the one that i love is the touring spider i think it's the hc 2900b yes the b yeah oh my gosh that car just learning more about it and talking to people who've actually spent time in them it is interesting because you wouldn't think being an old car that it could do everything but wonderful touring car as well yeah it it's perfect for so many different things, isn't it? Uh, and if, if you're in a 
give me any of them. I'd, I'd take David's Oh, dollars. David's, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give him a call, see if he's willing to let that go. Uh, you know, everything has a price. Sometimes it just gets with a lot of zeros with the decimal point way to the right. So, uh, yes. yeah, David's car is splendid. All right, well, listen, I'll get to work. Uh, checks in the mail. It may take me a little while to get this done for you. Whew, you're an expensive date here, Jeff, but I expect nonetheless from someone like you. Uh, you've given us a wonderful ride today. I've really enjoyed uh, having you on the show. Thank you for taking time with me. Before I let you go, though, would you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the English countryside in that beautiful HC? <laughs> I suppose the advice that I would have is carpet diem, seize the day. I think that rules everything that we should all, all be doing. You get the most out of everything that you do. It's a motto which hangs above in my office, carpet diem. That's what I would say. Definitely a way to go. And there's another version that carpe viam uh, that uh, sees the road, as they say. That's great that a past guest here on Cars yeah, has uh, coined. But yeah, carpe diem, seize the day, definitely. Every day. Every day is important. Get up and use it wisely. Hey, what's the best way for people to follow you, subscribe, and learn more about what you and David Lillywhite are doing there at Magneto? We have a website, Magneto Magazine. Dot com. So I would uh, ask people to, to go on there. And what we'll do is we will put a discount code on the, the website. So Whoa. people can get a 25% discount off the subscription price. So we'll set it up with Cars Year as the, as the promo code. Well, that is awesome. Thank you. That is very cool. Well, listen, I'm going to start letting people know about that right away. Uh, You listeners, take advantage of this. Again, if you're getting some magazines that you just go, uh, get rid of them and get one that you'll go, all right, it's in the mailbox. It's it's here. I'm going to sit down and enjoy it. And that's very kind of you. Thank you. And thank David for doing that with us here. I'll make sure that I put a link to that. On the show notes page here, just go there, magnetomagazine.com. Use the code CARSYAT, 25% off. That's awesome. Ah, it's like an early Santa Claus. Thank you very much. No, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Well, listeners, again, <laughs> you can find everything Jeff has shared on his CARSYAT show notes page. If you missed my talk with his cohort in crime, David Lillywhite, go back and find his show notes page on the CARSYAT website. Give that a listen to because he adds another flavor and flair to the other side of Magneto. Jeff, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Oh, before I let you go, I got to do a shout out to the super connector, Cindy Sisson at GNSGS Events. She was a part of getting us involved with each other as well. They do a great job there, she and Teresa Gilpatrick. Uh, Until you and I talk again, my friend, and we take a drive in that 8C, I'll see you down the road. Thank you very much, Mark. I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read, whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 
off your annual print subscription. That's right, $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah Off for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!